Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. You can minister under the anointing, but you can do the same thing without in the anointing just by faith. You see, we have God's Word for it to lay hands on the sick and shall recover. I was healed just through faith in God's Word, acting upon the promises of God, Mark 11, 23, and 24. You know, I've seen many people heal that way. I, I prayed for people that were, I mean, given up to die by medical science. I mean, the best doctors in the world had done their best. They just didn't think be done. I never felt a thing in the world. The person I ministered to, by their own admission, never felt a thing in the world. But we just prayed according to the Word of God. And uh, within two days, it's perfectly well. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week, we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Healing Anointing. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Praise God. We're using for the text... Actually, two main texts, this particular series of lessons from Isaiah, the 10th chapter, and the latter part of the 27th verse. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Sometimes we say it like this, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Well, that's saying the same thing. And in this case, we're talking about healing because it's healing school. So we're talking about the healing anointing. Then in Zechariah, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse, another text that we're using. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, or the margin says, not by army, nor by power, talking about natural human power and strength, but by my spirit, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Then we looked at uh, Luke's gospel, the uh, fourth chapter. The word of God says in the 14th verse, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up far to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me. You'll notice two words used in connection with the Spirit. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Here, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So in this particular case, power, anointing, and spirit would be synonymous terms. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach. And then you'll notice a little further in this verse, to heal. Hallelujah. And so, 
He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The Bible said concerning the ministry of Jesus in the ninth chapter of Matthew in the 35th verse that he went around about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner and all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Well, he was anointed to do all three of them, praise God, teach, preach, and to heal. We uh, are studying in this class at the present time about the healing anointing. Now, because this is healing school, then we study healing from all angles. You know, in, in special meetings or crusades, and one thing or another, different people, including myself, will just emphasize maybe one particular area of healing because that's the way God uses them. And they're there just for a few days and they want to acquaint people with how God uses them and so on and so forth. But in, in healing school, you see, well, we want to study all about healing and the, all the different angles, so to speak. You can minister under the anointing, but you can do the same thing without in the anointing just by faith. You see, we have God's word for it to lay hands on the sick and shall recover. I was healed just through faith in God's word. Acting upon the promises of God, Mark 11, 23 and 24. You know, I've seen many people heal that way. I, I prayed for people that were, I mean, given up to die by medical science. I mean, the best doctors in the world had done their best. There just anything to be done. I never felt a thing in the world. The person I ministered to by their own admission never felt a thing in the world. But we just prayed according to the word of God. And uh, within two days, it's perfectly well. Right at the moment, it didn't seem to be any better. The next day, they were considerably better. And the next day, they all right, 100%. I mean, went right back to the same doctor. They can't even find a trace of it. It's all gone. Faith in God's word works. Now, it is also true that you can minister with the anointing of God. Praise God that you're conscious sometimes of the presence of God, the Spirit of God, the power of God on you and in you. Hallelujah. And that power can be transmitted from one to another. Now, uh, you'll notice, and uh, we had uh, studied here in this class about the personal testimonies of people healed under the ministry of Jesus. And uh, the only record we have out of 19 individual cases of healing that's listed, personal testimonies that is, uh, only one talks about a transfer of power. I'm sure in other cases there were, but nothing said about it. And that was the woman with the issue of blood. Both Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell the same story. But Mark goes a little more detail about it. There was a certain woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, suffered many things and many physicians, and had spent all of her livings, nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his clothes, for she said, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. 
Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in her body she's healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself, the King James said that virtue, the Greek says that power had gone out of him. So there was a transfer of power. And we read here where he was anointed with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And uh, Acts 10, 38 said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Now, uh, let, let me give you two illustrations here. It happened right here in the state of Oklahoma along this line of, of producing the same results by faith in God's Word without any anointing. I was holding a meeting after that Jesus appeared to me in that first vision in 1950 in Rockwall, Texas, and laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of my hands and said, and then his hand on my head and said, I've called thee and have anointed thee and given unto thee a special anointing to minister to the sick. Well, I was conscious of that anointing. It felt like a, I was holding a coal of fire in either hand. And uh, so I remember one night in the meeting, the very next meeting then, that was in Rockwall, Texas, September the 2nd, 1950, and the very next meeting that I conducted starting the uh, second Sunday of September of 1950, was here in the state of Oklahoma. And so I remember that uh, a minister from Arkansas, one of the Assembly of God ministers from Arkansas, brought his wife over for prayer. They just in one service, one night. They'd had an automobile accident seven years before, and she had had a severe head injury and had been blind ever since then. Now, I questioned, I asked her, she said, well, I can tell if it's daylight or dark. And, and if someone's standing in front of me, if, if it's light, now, if it's dark, of course, you know, she couldn't tell, and you, you couldn't either, if it's too dark, you know. But what I mean, it's just, you know, just semi-dark, sort of. I, I can see an image. Now, now for instance, I, I can't tell whether it's a man, a woman, a horse, a cow, or an automobile. But I can just tell that there's some kind of image there. Well, that's pretty blind, isn't it? Well, now, I laid my hands on those two blind eyes. And I was conscious of that power going into those eyes. And I said that to her. I said, now, sister, Jesus said that uh, if you'll believe it and receive that anointing, and I can feel that going into your eyes. So now you expect, see, I'm talking to her while I got my hands on her eyes. Now, on, on the church wall... You know, you'd see, used to, years ago, you know, some of the little churches that have some placards up there like prayer changes things. You know, and so there's one of them right, right the way she was facing. I, I, actually, I turned around that way and said to her, now there's one right to Now, you see, if you could see, faith is an act. And the healing anointing's gone into you now. And if you could see, you would read, wouldn't you? Sure. All right, the first thing you do when I take my hands off your eyes is start looking because that sign's in front of you. Now, I took my hands off my eyes, and it was quite obvious that for just a second or two that she could not see a thing. She was just as blind as a bat. But suddenly her face lit up like a neon sign in the dark and said, I see it, I see it, I see it, I see it. It says prayer changes things. <laughs> well, I reached back around to the pulpit because there was, they'd left a songbook laying there, you see, the, the song leader, and took a song, just opened it at random, and handed that to her and said, read that, read those verses. She read them. I took my Bible, handed it to her, just opened it at random, read those. She just began to read them right off. Now, she was healed without anointing. Now, in that same meeting, in that same meeting, another pastor, simply God pastor, from here in Oklahoma, his wife had told me that we're going to bring a lady from our church who's not walked a step in four years and the doctor said she'll never walk again. 
and they brought her. Well, before I ever got to her in the healing line, the anointing was dissipated. I, I don't know whether you can understand that, that phrase or not. You know, the anointing to preach as you make preparation and pray and get up and start out in faith, the anointing to preach will come upon you and we ought to stop when the anointing lifts. Some of us keep going on, you know. <laughs> Amen. Preachers know what I'm talking about anyway and I think maybe laymen will do pretty well. <laughs> if the anointing was in manifestation, it's potential there all the time. But if it was in manifestation, the anointing to preach, and he says uh, that I'm anointed to preach, Jesus said. If it was in manifestation all the time, a fellow would just be preaching. He'd preach himself to death. He'd just keep on preaching till he died. That would stop. And so the, the healing anointing is potential there all the time, but it's not in manifestation all the time. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. This is really a good series, the Healing Anointing series by Dad. There's four CDs in here. And uh, that's actually a new series that yeah, we've put together. put together from his teachings. That's you know. right. It's $28, but you order this, uh-huh. I'm going to throw in my book, The Healers in Your House, and there's a lot of really good stuff in here. In fact, this just came out this past summer. That's right, and uh, we've gotten a lot of good testimonies oh, about yeah, we people have. reading so, that book. Uh, this is a great package. Uh, you need to get a hold of it, and if you know somebody that needs it, then call them and tell them about it, or better yet, buy one for them and give it That's to them as right. a gift. Get this series for just $28 and we'll include the Healers in Your House book by Ken Hagen, absolutely free. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Healing Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.